1: Welcome to a bonus episode of Buckethead's Lane Grant Holy Land's college basketball podcast. My name is Connor Lamons. I'm here solo for just a minute. Just to give you guys some context as to why we're doing this extra episode, we have our our, uh, weekly episode coming out today as well sometime this afternoon where we kind of break down and piece together what in the world we just saw from Ohio State against Akron on Tuesday night. The Buckeyes won that game 67-66 on a last-second buzzer-beating layup from Zed Key. The Buckeyes squandered a 14-point lead and trailed by a point with fewer than 10 seconds remaining. In addition to our regular episode, we have the audio from Ohio State's press conference after the game. We heard from EJ Liddell and Zed Key. We also heard from Chris Holtman and John Gross. So we're basically just going to give you the whole press conference here. Just a reminder: we are Lane Grant Holy Land's only basketball podcast. So if you're into college hoops, make sure to follow along with us as the season goes on. Subscribe with Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your music. And we are one of the only basketball-focused podcasts in the SB Nation family of sites. So we'll be dropping new episodes every Thursday. And I can't guarantee we'll be able to get every single press conference out, but we're going to try to do it as much as we can. So we got we went ahead and uh, spoke to Holtman, spoke to John Gross got a lot of good stuff from them. As a lot of people know by now, those two guys were college teammates. John Gross hired Chris Holtman when John Gross was the head coach at Ohio University. They're very good friends. Their college coach passed away very recently and uh, this game had, had a lot of meaning to both of them. Um, beyond just the basketball court, they had a lot of uh, Taylor University folks at the game as well. Their head coach, Paul Patterson, battled Alzheimer's for quite some time. And uh, you can, especially with Holtman in the interview, you can tell the emotion in his voice. So we really appreciate those guys taking the time to, to talk to us after the game. thought there were some really good answers we got from from both coaches and both players. So if you enjoyed it, follow along with us. You can follow our, our, our Twitter account at... at Bucketheads LGHL. You can follow the website at langrant 33 and you can follow me at lemans underscore connor. So without further ado, here's our, here's our full press conference following Ohio State's victory over Akron.
3: Uh, good to be with everybody. Uh, first of all, I want to give Akron a lot of credit. I thought uh, they played like we thought they would. John's team's competed at a really high level, obviously coaching with him. Um, I know how detailed he is and how he and his staff um, uh, prepare those those guys. I thought the, the, the staff was, um, you know, they were they were extremely well prepared. Obviously, they knew some of our tendencies because of how close we are. Uh, we knew some of theirs. Um some of their additions, made some some key plays. They, they've got a kid that uh, started at Missouri and then played at, at Ball State, who's a really good player, had a really good game for them. But I, I thought, uh, give them a lot of credit. <clears throat> um, you know, listen, I thought we had um, a game full of um, some pretty... Um, uh, some really good moments from some of our guys uh really good moments and i thought we were tested like um you know you're always when you schedule you're always you know you got a new backcourt you got some young guys and you really do debate in the offices on whether or not you want to play a quality mid-major like this and uh certain in the first couple games um and uh you know, I think if we'd have lost, I'd have, I'd have, you know, probably questioned myself in a lot of ways. So, um, I'm glad Malakai made that decision. You know what,
4: you Chris? You know what you haven't, AJ. What were you looking for from the other guys, hoping to see?
3: Did you see it tonight? I think I see glimpses of it. You know, I see glimpses of it. We're we're still with Justice on the mend. He just, you know, guys, he just doesn't – he's not the same player right now. He will get there. He's just not there right now, and it shouldn't be expected. And I'm not going to go into great detail. I think he'll get there. He's just not there right now, and it's not the kid's fault. He's trying. Um, But um, we really need him. But without him – Without Dwayne and Kyle and CJ, we're we're searching a little bit for, for for some other other guys. To just be real honest, and I thought we had some guys show glimpses of, of really good plays. I know the past is dead and buried. Did
4: Earl Roberts at all creep in in final moments or anywhere?
3: No, I th- I think um, you know to be honest with you, um, we we're, we'll own that. Uh, you know, we'll own that experience and, and what happened. Um, uh, you really just try to stay in the moment in those situations.
4: Chris, you sort of touched on the guard play, uh, but you you told us already you needed more from, from Jamaris offensively. He obviously took a while to get anything going. Michi had his moments, but had yeah. some other moments. We talked about him. Yeah. Specifically those two, what, what progression did they need to make to, to avoid a performance like this where clearly you could have used them to, to put some
3: Yeah. Fun. I just think it's a work in progress right now. You know, um, Michi had some really good moments. I thought he was able to get to the rim a few times, made four free throws. He, he just, he's going to be, I believe if If he, if he just commits to getting better, he's going to be a different player in January. Um, I really believe that with him. Um, uh, he just has to stay with it. There's going to be games like this. Uh, same thing with Jamari. Jamari's still kind of figuring out what all, you know, our expectations are for him offensively. I thought the ball found him a little bit too much late in the clock. Um, and we've got to clean that up with him, um, with Jamari. Uh, but, again, I you know, I – I've been trying to tell you guys, and, and maybe I haven't been as, as honest as I need to, but, you know, with, with a new backcourt and with some young pieces and without some, some, you know, we're a work in progress. We are. But I don't want to take anything away from Akron's performance either, but clearly we're a work in progress.
4: And you, you always would rather learn from a win, I imagine. What are maybe the biggest takeaways you take out of
3: this one? I think our physicality needs to get better, particularly on the glass. Um, I think that needs to get a lot better. Um uh, I think uh, there were there were some plays defensively where we just uh, we left our feet too much. We run disciplined, uh, and that's on that's on me. Um, obviously, the four point play um, we could have handled that a little bit better uh, there late. Uh, but I thought EJ was a warrior uh, all night. But uh, we we definitely could have handled that better.
5: EJ was pretty quality from everywhere, but the free throw line, which he was in there kicking himself about. Given all the extra stuff that you guys gotta call out, Seth is out, Justice is clearly not himself out there, the new backcourt, is he just going to have to do this until guys come along for the ride some of these guys get healthy? Is he just going to have to?
3: I think he's going to have to perform at a really high level, like one of the best players in the country, because that's what I believe he he will be. Um, But he's got to – listen, EJ's had a really good – He's had good offseason. He had a good preseason. He's been involved in every practice. He's been one of our hardest workers in every practice. You don't get twenty five and eleven just by rolling out and being a talented kid. He he has earned that um, by his work in the in the preseason. Uh, and I think that's that's what gets lost on kids today right now. Like EJ Liddell is a really talented kid, but he's earned he earned the right to play well tonight. He's been our hardest worker since since he decided he was going to come back. He's been our hardest worker. He and Justin Arntz, they've been our hardest and most consistent workers. So they he's earned the right. Now he's got to go perform 25 and 11. But you don't get that if you don't come every day and work and give yourselves uh, the opportunity to earn that. So I'm, I'm proud of the kid because uh, I talked about his motor at the exhibition. I thought it could get better better than, because I've seen it be better in practice, but I'm proud and we'll see. I, I think we'll get better performances from guys, but certainly we're going to need him to be at his best until some guys get healthy.
5: From those five minutes when he's on the bench, because you're trying he has got three fouls. Yeah. know what you got to do there. Yeah. Were you kind of searching for offense at that yeah. point? And trying to figure it out. I was
3: searching for lineups and for offense because normally that would be like a, a guy like Justice would now come in and, you know, um, yeah. I think I'm going to be searching some. And I'm just, I, you know, in this situation this year, I think they'll be early in the season. I'm going to be, you know. We, we put ball hands we put the ball in the hands of a freshman, and I probably didn't anticipate doing that as much uh, late, uh, as much as we did, but um, I thought he, he, he made good decisions.
6: The decision that he made with, on that final possession to get the ball to bed, what were you looking for in that play? Was the ball supposed to get to Malachi? At that point in the court, he had to make a decision? Yeah, that was exactly
3: it. Yeah, that was exactly it. And I give uh, Michi a lot of credit, I don't know if I said this, for a speed dribble. And, and Ryan Peden's idea to, to get it to half court and call a timeout, I thought Ryan, Ryan it was a great suggestion by Ryan Peden because we were debating. We have, we have a full-court um, action in play uh, that we were we were prepared to run, and he said, let's get it to half-court to call a timeout, and I give him a lot of credit for that. And then our guys executed that perfectly, uh, just perfectly.
6: When you have a guy that's playing in his first game and you're putting the ball in his hands in that moment and having him make a decision, what have you seen from him in practice that is isn't? You, he's capable of, of doing the right thing here They're not someone else that will be better at this moment
3: yeah we've seen glimpses of that with with Malachi we have and uh, we've talked as a coaching staff that the ball may need to be in his hands some late particularly as justice gets healthy and healthier but I think Michi's going to have some of those moments as well um, obviously EJ but uh, uh, we, we have seen some glimpses of a uh, good decision-making ability to play out ball screens uh, and as much as anything Adam in those those uh, situations you're looking for guys that can can get to their spots against physical pressure, um, and he can get to his spots uh, pretty well.
7: I was going to ask about Malachi as well. I mean, in those moments, in those big late moments where he was relied on, I mean, how did he respond? How did he seem to you? Was he (laughs) nervous? Was he stressed? Or was he just kind of in the moment?
3: He don't seem real nervous (laughs) ever. So um, he, he just doesn't. He seems kind of the same. You know, my biggest thing with Malachi right now is he, he can get on himself too much and he can hang his head <clears throat> uh, when he makes mistakes, but uh, I haven't seen him a whole lot of nerves from him.
7: it seems like, I mean, especially with, you know, Zed stepping up for six of the final eight points, I mean, you, you said you want to see an increased physicality there in the paint, but, I mean, is it kind of a, a good start for him, or, or what do you want to see from Zed kind of building on?
3: I thought Zed was really good, with the exception of the first uh, four minutes. I thought the first four minutes of the second half he was uh, really bad, and he's got to be better with that. Uh, but I thought outside of that, he was really good.
6: Coach, can you take me through the range of your emotions in those last in that last 30 seconds? You know, you're up by three, and then Ali hits the huge three yeah. with the four-point play, and then Zed obviously winning
5: it.
3: Yeah, you know, as much as possible, you're trying to stay in the moment um, because it's the next play. But um, you know, they had, uh, I think, two four four point plays, didn't they? Uh, did they bank in a three? I can't remember if they banked in a three. I know they had a couple dance around and go in. Um, I think you just you just gotta, you know, you just you're trying to stay in the moment, figure out what your team needs next, and that was the biggest thing: is okay, what's our team need now? Uh, how can we put them in the best positions, down one, six seconds on the clock? Uh, Because if you let your emotions get uh, in the way, um, it'll affect your thinking.
5: And with the way
6: the season ended last year especially, how important was it to come out with a win?
3: Yeah, I think a lot's made of that, uh, guys. And, listen, um, I, I don't – I'm not saying – I've talked about owning that. But if we'd have lost this game, I, I don't think we're looking at a trend or a pattern. Um, you know, listen, we've played in three NCAA tournaments since we've been here. We performed pretty well in two of them. Um, so I think well, well that will follow us. We'll have to answer it the next time if we earn the right to play in that thing.
6: Chris, go ahead. Go, ahead. Oh, go ahead. Adam, you go ahead. Um, John talked about the emotions of this game and spending time with you in the Taylor division beforehand, and obviously wearing the pins. There's a lot more to this game than just the game itself. What was it like for you? I guess getting through it, coaching against John, <coughs> thinking about Taylor people and everything.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I just, you know, John's dear friend and. Um, I would have loved
6: to have Coach here tonight. Changing the topic, the smile on Zed's face. He talked about not being able to breathe when he made that that face said he still had to breathe when he, when we saw him. When you see a guy that's been through some of the battles that he's been through in the last year and a half, what's it like to see a reaction like that from the player?
3: Yeah, you know, I, I was I was really happy for Zed because uh, we we're – we coach that hard because we believe he has he has a lot of potential and he can get a lot better and uh, like challenging him in those first four minutes he's got to he's got to get better but he loves um, Ohio State he loves wearing the scarlet and gray he's a tremendous kid um, and I'm happy for him I really am I'm happy to see a sophomore make you know have a moment like that and I'm, hopefully he pointed at a pretty good passer. Uh, Uh, He nearly knocked over Justin in celebration and dislocated his shoulder, but uh, so be it.
6: Let's finish up with two more, Adam, and then Bruce. Obviously, you probably didn't want as tight of a game tonight, but how cool was that back in the shot, back with Buckeye Nation, and not house right behind you?
3: Yeah, if I, if I I'd love to be able to just say a shout out to the to the nut house and the students because I, I thought they carried us. Their energy was phenomenal. Uh, so big, big shout out to the nut house, to our students. Uh, it they were loud. Uh, we needed them. Again, we expected a great challenge. Certainly, we all you know. I, don't, I think if you expect easy in this in this game, uh, really in anything at a high level, if you expect easy. Then you're probably not prepared um, to do this. So we knew it was going to be a challenge. Obviously, we got to get a lot better. But uh, our students were phenomenal. Everybody who came—I don't want to just say the students because I let everybody who came—but brought great energy. Um, you know, I'm sure it was probably a little more exciting than everybody would have liked for it to be. But uh, uh, we'll we'll learn from it.
8: With all the new pieces, I'm sure you have concerns going in or curiosities going in was scoring high on that list
3: you know not really uh not really Bruce I've not felt like um that's going to be as much of an issue as maybe it was for us tonight but I think in my mind I'm thinking of our team a little bit like um you know completely healthy and I don't want to keep saying that but I think I was you know I'm thinking that um And I just think we'll get better production from some of our uh, guards than what what we got tonight. But uh, I've not thought that that was going to be as big of an issue, but we'll we'll see. So
8: how hard is it to figure that out on the fly with a lot of guys who say because of their experience level deserve minutes, but to play them all and kind of figure it out you might lose a game in the course of searching for that I'm saying
3: I think we could yeah I think I think we could with with, uh, with some of our new pieces and until we get healthy I think it's possible I hope not um, but this is about what can we be come you know January and February and March C- certainly I didn't want to lose this particular game um, but uh, we've got some really tough ones coming up and um, you know cer- certainly there's 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 real potential for that. But I just, you know, one of our core values is, is gratitude. We want, to be, we, want to, we want to have gratitude for every experience we go through, and we want to process that and learn from it. And, um, uh, you know, good or bad, we're going to be grateful for it and try to process what we need to do to, to move forward and get better in the next time we come out. And that's win or lose, that, that's what we would have been tonight.
8: We're one final one, present in the back just want to ask about you know, the, the idea of winning a close, tough, tight game like this early in the season. I know you've got some young guys. I know you've got some experienced but new to the program players. You know, As you reflect back on, on your coaching career, you think about early season, grinded out, tough wins, how it can kind of set the standard for what is to come. You know, Does, does this bring back memories of things that you've been through before?
3: You know, I haven't had too many games like this early in the season that are this dramatic. We did, uh, at Butler, win at the buzzer um, against Northwestern. Um, Ironically, a freshman made a pivotal play in that game as well. Um, But, um, you know, I I don't know at the end of the day. uh, I believe that was our – yeah, I think that was our – Sweet 16 team. Um, I, I don't. I don't. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not sure what that does for you. I, I do think um, good can come from it. Um, but honestly, good, good could have come from a loss too. Uh, I want us to be able to process this where we can get better, learn from it, move on. But but I do think there's an energy when you win a game like that early in the year that is a good thing for your program.
0: See some familiar faces. Um, you know, obviously, we're disappointed. Um, I uh, thought we played well enough to win. I-, I feel for our guys. I thought we played with a lot of toughness. I thought our teamism was excellent. You know, unfortunately, some execution things at the end of the day. You know, it's a one point game. I just told them in the locker room, like, you know, the intentional foul, we didn't need it, technical foul, we didn't need it. Uh, kid's kicking himself for the busted switch there on the last play you know it's one play there's you know i don't know how many possessions i haven't computed it yet but there's usually probably in that tonight game tonight somewhere around 70 on defense and 70 on offense 140 plays you're trying to make you know i think guys and gals in your shoes i just told him this often focus on the last play you know obviously you don't want to give up a layup um yeah, I had two, two thoughts going through my mind when I thought about this is the second time we've coached against each other. And uh, the last time we just won in Maui, we're undefeated, nationally ranked, and come. He's at Gardner Webb, and uh, they outplayed us. And our guy makes the last second shot to win the game uh, in Champaign. So the favor got returned <coughs> today, uh, unfortunately, uh, for us. Uh, but. Uh, you know, then someone asked me after the game, you know, did you think about playing a different defense? And that reminded me of another game. It's amazing when you coach 25 years, how you just start having flashbacks to other games. And I remember one time we tried to play, I think it was maybe Michigan, the Big Ten tournament, we played really well. They were the one seed, came back, took the leads, the last possession. And uh, we played man, and they scored. Someone asked me, hey, do you wish you played zone? I said, well, I do now. <laughs> Hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? And you can always critique all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm really proud of how our guys competed, the toughness that they showed, the teamism that we had. We just got to clean a few things up. I think we have a chance to be pretty good, but you know, we haven't proven that we can do that every day in practice uh, or certainly in every game. You know, I didn't think we were great in our private scrimmage. I didn't think we were very good in the first half. Certainly West Virginia had a lot to do with that in the exhibition game. I thought in the second half we played great. And I thought today for the majority of the game, you know, we played, you know, played really well. So we we'll to clean up a few things, uh, obviously from an execution perspective. And I think the guys, the newcomers, and then the guys that are now playing new roles from previous years, this will get them to understand how important it is to talk on a switch, set a screen at the right angle. Um, make sure you have poise and composure that, you know, the, the margin for error is so small. And so hopefully we'll learn that. we got a long season. I told them, shoot, there's 30-some games to go, Lord willing. And, um, you know, we've got to make sure we respond from this one the right way, that we learn from it, and that we uh, get better because of it. Questions.
8: You've got a long history in this building. Yeah. Good moments. I wonder, would, this be, would you count this your toughest loss in this building?
0: Loss wise, I'd say probably so. Yeah, it's disappointing, right? I mean, now we can choose whether to allow it to knock us down and not get up or get frustrated. There's a huge difference between, I explain this to him, between disappointment and frustration. You know, I think a di- disappointment, they should be disappointed. I told them after the game, I get it, I understand. But, you know, once you get frustrated because of it, I think then, Bruce, that's when. It, you know, you don't allow it to be a learning experience at that point, and then a frustrated student-athlete the frustrated team becomes a poor-performing one. So we, we don't want to let it go there, you know. But obviously we're disappointed, you know. But um, it's, it t- it's a tough one. Um, but I am glad to see, and I, I knew, I, I thought coming into it, the capability our team had to play and to play well. It was good to see that kind of come to fruition. You know, we did a lot of really good things that I think we can build
6: upon Uh, if we approach this the right way. When you're playing a team and it's the first game and you're obviously doing a little bit of projecting when you're scouting, did you think you'd be able to uh, affect their guards as well as you did? Great
0: question and then a great kind of intro to that with, you're right, I've got one film, you know, you indy You know, they had one, West Virginia, you know. So that part makes it challenging. You're trying to look a little bit from last year. And then we're, you know, they're trying to look a little bit from last year, and then you never know. I mean, familiarity with having coached with each other and play calls, being called the same, and tendencies and all that—you know—that certainly can help them and us a little bit, probably. You know, in terms of having a feel for that. But you know, at the end of the day, your players got to make some plays, right? And give them credit—they made a big one on the last play. Ali made a big shot on the one right in front of our bench. Um, I thought it was a great game for him from the standpoint of, you know, he played at a pretty high level throughout. Hopefully he uses that as, uh, to, to garner some confidence. I thought Walton did some good things as well. We had some guys that didn't play up to their capabilities, and we'll have to figure out how to help them more and get them to, to do that.
4: Chris told us yesterday that... When you schedule these games, it sounds great. And then when you're actually coaching against someone as close as you guys are, it's, it's tough because yeah. you care about the person. I'm just curious your perspective. You know, you said you're
0: disappointed with the result, but from a personal standpoint, Yeah, Chris? well, this one's a little different. I mean, Bruce mentioned it to me. Obviously, having been here, you walk in for the shoot-around, you look at the banners. You know, I just got done seeing John Diebler, Ron Lewis, Solinger, Dials came to shoot around, Odin came to shoot around. Like, that's it's different. That's one. Two, um... Uh, the man, uh, our former coach Paul Patterson passed in late September, and he had a big influence on both Chris and I. Uh, I know he's smiling down but I You know, uh, his and Chris's smile is probably a little wider than mine. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're two of his pupils. You know, from Taylor University in Upland, Indiana, coaching on opening night, November whatever this is right now. What is it, Bruce? And I? Night night <laughs> on national television. You know, I mean, I know he's proud. Hopefully we made him proud by how our team's played from an effort, toughness, teamism standpoint, all the things that he taught us. So that was, that made the game a little bit more special. Ironically, we were supposed to play the game last year, but COVID kind of affected that. Now it ends up, uh, maybe the Lord had a plan there, knew that the timing needed to be this year, you know, so we could honor him. We did that before the game um, with a pretty good Akron, Ohio State, and Taylor contingent up in the practice gym. That was pretty neat. Uh, to do that and then obviously all of us and Chris and I decided to wear the Alzheimer's uh, pants you know it's really interesting as you study it um, Brad Stevens brought this up at one point and it kind of caught me like you know he's right if you look at the coaches in our profession that have dealt with some type of Alzheimer's or dementia to some degree some of the legends of the game and then my grandfather who everyone tells me is just a great man um, I never really knew him other than when he had Alzheimer's, and when he, uh, when my mom would see him, he didn't even know at times his daughter's name. And it's just, it's really, it's a, um, you know, it's a a disease that uh, I know they're trying to fight. um, The Alzheimer's and Dementia Association trying to find a way to do, you know, more research, find ways to combat it. So we wanted to, you know, do something tonight because obviously over the last year and a half to two years, Coach Patterson fought that. You know, so that was important to us tonight. So, you know, it's one of those games where if you say, oh, was just, a, you know, try to, you try to go coach, yeah, it was just another game, the next game on our schedule, it was not. Let's be honest, it wasn't. You know, it's the opener. Uh, we wanted to honor Coach Patterson. We wanted to try to take a swing and, and see in some way, in a small way, we can continue to help the awareness associated with Alzheimer's and dementia, you know. Um, I'm back here, you know, this place always has been a lot to, to me and my, my family, my son was born at OSU Med, you know, um, that was one of the greatest days of my life, so, you know, there are a lot of special memories, moments here, people that you get to see, uh, it was great to see a lot of familiar faces, even the ushers and the people in the building, it's, you know, it's, uh, some of them have been here for,
5: for a while, and I really appreciate them as well, it's great to see them today. Uh, Obviously, E.J. kind of had his way out there when he was on the floor, but I think those five minutes when he was off the floor when you guys were on that run, did you defensively kind of tell Ohio State was struggling offensively you had a chance to make something happen? You know, we just tried to
0: play uh, with some purpose, obviously, you know, and obviously he's a big difference maker, as you just alluded to, right? You look at his snap, I thought he was a load today. The place, I think, when you look at it, you can nitpick little things here and there, but I think the one part that really got us was the offensive glass. Now, ironically, we got a fair, our fair share on the offensive glass. We did a good job there, but we didn't do a very good job keeping them off the backboard, spearheaded by Liddell. And we just played West Virginia, who's been in the top ten in the country for five straight years in offensive rebounding and did a good job of keeping them off the glass. And today, we just we didn't get the job done there. I thought that was the biggest difference in the game. There was a 17, so it was a 17 offensive rebounds. That's way too many. And even if you look at it from a percentage standpoint, which we tend to do, 20 out of 37, I mean, you're talking somewhere close to 50% back. You know, they got just under 50% back. That's a, that's that. you're not gonna win very many games when that happens. And Liddell, obviously, with his seven of those 17, was a huge factor.
4: Now, when you've got a guy like Liddell that's so much above the rest of the guys they have, seemingly, does that make it easier or harder to coach when you
0: just keep focusing on a guy that's all that? Well, obviously they've got some other pieces, and I think they're young guys. I'm familiar with some of those guys. They're going to keep getting better, you know, with experience, practices, games, all that stuff, because they do such a good job of coaching them. But um, obviously he's a load. What makes him unique is that he's – an inside out guy, like you have to guard him on the perimeter, he can hurt you from three, he can hurt you driving the ball, he can hurt you on the glass, his free throw rate is high. And then, you know, in in an age where everyone kind of picks on the mid-range shot, he is very efficient with that shot, which is a little bit of an outlier. And so that makes him even more difficult to defend. All right, coach. Thank you. We appreciate no, it. No, thank you, guys. Great well, thank you.
9: seeing everybody. Thanks. hold the
6: Take us through what was said in
9: the huddle with those 3.2 seconds left there, and then what you're trying to get out of that, and what you saw. Um, it was just, um, coach was saying be poised and you know run the play, um, you know, don't get rattled, and you know be executed. And led to a big shot, and Malachi made that great pass. Um, and led to me making a game-winning layup. And without that pass, you know, I don't know what would happen, but you know, Malachi, that was a big moment for Malachi. And I fought him, like, he's, he's really good. What does it feel like to make a basket like that to, to save the win to the season over? It was exciting. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I was out on the court, I couldn't breathe. Like, when we got to the huddle, I was like, I've been ventilating. I didn't breathe, like, the whole, the whole thing. But it was really exciting. Um, you know, thankful and, yeah, excited still can't breathe. DJ, how, how do
8: you think the fans will look at this game? What'd you say? I said, how do you think your fans will
2: look at this result? Uh, went over Akron in the season opener. Uh, they said they, we started off the season with a heart attack. I'm pretty sure they said that. But uh, I mean, season opener, we got a lot of new guys. Um, uh, They shouldn't look at this as like a, a downfall or like a bad thing. Uh, fought through adversity. I mean, it came earlier in the season than we expected, but um, – <coughs> Yeah, we're just gonna come out next game, get better, and learn from this one.
8: Describe what you were hoping not to do and what ended up happening on the last Akron possession.
2: Yeah, he made a made a great shot. I wasn't intentionally trying to foul him or anything, but uh, yeah, he made a great shot. So,
5: P.J., when you come out of the game for basically five minutes. But- they can't score they basically without you on the floor. And then obviously it happens to get when you foul out. Are you nervous at all about where the
2: offense is going to go when you come off the floor out? No, I know uh, what the guys can do, really. Uh, we just got to get a rhythm, get a rhythm. Uh, when I'm off the floor, I feel like we got to communicate more uh, since I'm one of the leaders. Uh, I feel like all the other leaders, the captain's got to step up. I know Kyle's out right now, so he's a big piece of all that. But, um, yeah, we just got to step up, honestly. Uh, communicate and just put, do what we do. I think in the first
5: half there was a program where I think you had like eight straight points. It, like, it looked like you were trying to be aggressive. Um, did you kind of feel where
2: the game was going and felt like you needed to kind of assert yourself a little bit more? Yeah, for sure. Uh, if I probably would have made a free throw, I would have had uh, more points than that game would have been next close. But, yeah, I feel like uh, I got to step up in those moments. I know Coach Holman said, if I want to be uh, one of the best players in the nation, I got to play with effort, and that's what that's where that came from. Did so. it
5: mention the free throw four for eight. It seemed like you bother, that you weren't really
2: good tonight. Yeah, Shaq, my favorite big man for a reason. <laughs> 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 hey, do we have a point?
4: Uh, you guys both halves especially the second half started slow offensively yeah. the other teams get, got going um, what did you have to do better there I know you haven't seen film yet but just from being out there what, what do you feel like wasn't happening early in both halves
9: I don't think uh, well I think we weren't getting like the team's best shot you know it was a lot of like, isolation I feel and you know we weren't hitting shots and on the other hand, we weren't getting stops so that's a bad combination so you know I think that's really what I saw, and we just need to, like, calm down and be more poised, like, in the half and, you know, and run off sets.
4: Now, you guys, you said that you weren't expecting adversity this soon, and I know the past is the past. Did you allow yourself to think about Oral Roberts and... What happened then and what was
2: happening on the court? No, I mean, obviously, I'm not, I can't lie and say I forgot that. I mean, I don't think anybody's forgotten that. But, um, yeah, Coach coaches told us Akron was a really good team. They were really good in their conference last year, and he said they were going to be even better this year. So we didn't come out and take anyone lightly. Uh, like I said, we fought through adversities that made a big play, stayed poised. Uh, but, yeah, we just got to build off this and learn. You
7: know. just to see – Malachi kind of step up there and gave you that patch there at the end. I mean, for a freshman, mm-hmm. it, I mean, did he adapt quickly? Like, did he did he step up when he like when he needed to like lose that freshman title? I guess. I mean, how did how did he
9: step up? Um, he made really good uh, big plays. You know, he had a couple of tough buckets down the stretch. Um, you know, wasn't turning the ball over. He didn't look scared. You know, he looked like he belonged out there. So you know, I, 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 I praise him for that. So, you know, made a great pass and didn't turn the ball over. So, you know, he's, he's a really good player. I've been telling people that like, he's going to shock a lot of people this year. He's a really good player. DJ,
6: for you, you've done as much as you've done in that game and then you have to watch those last six seconds. What was that like for
2: you having to rely on your teammates to find a way to get it done? Uh, I knew it. I, I just knew we was going to pull it out. Uh, I mean, I was on the sideline like, damn, I just fouled uh, on a three-point shot. Like, can't let that happen. But uh, I knew the guys we had out on the floor was going to make a good decision. The coach was going to make the right call, and they executed well. Uh, We've been working on execution and situation, things like that all the time in practice. So... No, with with justice, he didn't seem like himself. And I know he's been dealing with the injury, but what did you see him? How did you see him out there? How has he been limited to practice? What, what was he? Uh, yeah, I mean, he took a took a minute off because uh, after that last game he played last season, he was trying to recover from the injury the whole time. Uh, I don't know if many people saw, but like during timeouts, he would have like a hot pack on his groin. But um, right now, he's still recovering. Uh, he's just got to get back in the rhythm, get back in the flow, and he'll be back soon. So.
8: Guys, can you speak to just the uh, the energy of having a win like this in front of fans in a regular season game, for the first time now, and you know, I guess it's 600 some odd days. Just what that moment and that energy felt like.
9: Yeah, it was it was crazy for me. It's my first time being with fans, and, and, um, and it was a great feeling. You know, they hear people screaming and cheering when you get a shot. Um, I loved it, and, you know, and I'm glad the fans are back.
2: So. Anything yeah, to add on that? No, nah, same. I was happy <laughs> a whole bunch of fans was back, see a lot of faces. Uh, I like how they created energy for us as well. So yeah. They
4: say it's better to learn from a win than a loss. I assume you guys feel that way right now, but what are the things that you mentioned you have to improve? What are the things you, you feel like you need to work on the most as a team right
2: now? Uh, just being more connected. Everybody who steps on the floor, guys who come off the bench is being connected. And um, I feel like that's all we got to do. Really work on even on the offense end, just being connected, getting in the flow and the rhythm. But uh, when it isn't easy, we gotta win. Uh, Shout out to Zed, but yeah, (laughs) so.
6: What was it, you guys, you talk about being more connected and you talk about being poised in, in big minutes. What were the timeouts like like down the stretch there when you guys are talking, you're huddling up. I know EJ, you're one of the captains and you have four captains on so the team. What What were those huddles like? Were guys calm, were guys, was there a lot of conversation?
2: What, what was? What were those moments like? No, we was calm. Uh, we got in the huddle, locked up around Coach Holman, wrapped the arm around a guy and was just listening, locked in. Uh, like I said, winning is easy, execute plays, uh, do tough things. We gotta always do tough things. So. Do you feel
7: like, you know, adversity unites a team,
2: especially when it comes early on like this? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, During the whole time, I mean, we want things like this. We want to face adversity right now so we can learn from these things and just keep moving forward. So, I mean, I'm happy it came earlier in the season. Uh, A win is a win, and we're going to learn from this
0: There was a concentrated effort tonight to try and get the ball down low. but are you guys specifically? Is that a result of having young faces at guard, or is that just something you were taking when the game was given you?
2: Uh. Felt like the 4-5 combo, me at the 4-Z at the 5 really is tough to guard. High-low passes, uh, all that type of stuff. They said if we get it in there, we're going to open up a lot of more stuff. So um, him posting up as hard as he did helped my drives most of the time. Uh, Me posting up helped him get offensive rebounds and things of that sort. So I feel like working off of each other is going to be big this season. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, right. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate Damn. it.